This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Mike Smith in for Simi. Let's continue talking now about the tension in the Middle East with the United States taking out Qasem Soleimani, that senior uh, Iranian general, the Iranian regime now promising a devastating response in revenge for this killing. Uh, we talked a little earlier about the economic uh, fallout from the events in the Middle East. Uh, let's uh, talk about what could happen next now with my guest, retired Lieutenant General Robert Walsh. He served in the U.S. Marine Corps for more than 39 years before his retirement in 2018. Uh, General, thanks for coming on. My pleasure, Mike. Thanks for having me. Can you tell me a little bit about, for people who have never heard this guy's name before, Qasem Soleimani, why, who is this guy, and why is it so significant that the United States have taken him out like this? Uh, Major General Soleimani, uh, for those uh, coalition members and U.S. service members who served in Iraq, would be very familiar with him during that time period. Uh, as the, uh, the commander um, of Iraq's uh, Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps or Quds Force. He was really the one responsible for getting a lot of the uh, large-scale, very uh, potent roadside bombs into uh, Iraq, and that's where I think you see the numbers that are attributed to him. That um, 600 or so U.S. casualties will be directly attributed to what uh, General Soleimani did back during that time period. Since that time, though. He has really become kind of the, the leader, the backer of all the strategy going on, certainly from Iran, from a military standpoint, across the Middle East. And when I say across the Middle East, I mean from all the way down in Yemen uh, to where Iran is really trying to build a strategic land bridge going from Iran across Iraq into Syria, into Lebanon, in uh, places all the way into Gaza. So he really is the one that's been kind of building the strategy, using a lot of proxy forces across that region, and that's what you see as these Iraqi uh, uh, Islamic or um, groups that he's got that he's working with in Iraq um, that support the, the Iranian um, government inside Iraq, using those as a proxy force just like they've done in other parts of the Middle East, and in almost every case it's there to counter the U.S. efforts uh, and coalition efforts that are going on in the Middle East. Speaking to retired Lieutenant General Robert Walsh, it, it's interesting to see the the domestic reaction to this event in in the United States, which seems to be kind of falling along uh, partisan lines. You got Republicans uh, praising pre- President Trump, saying this is showing America's strength and resolve here, and taking this guy out as an enemy of the United States. The Democrats, though, especially the the leading nominees for for the presidential nominee for the Democrats, though, with a very different take on it. Joe Biden saying this is like throwing a stick of dynamite into a tinderbox and Bernie Sanders saying Trump could lead the United States into a costly war here. What's your take on it? Do you think this was the right thing to do? I think looking at it from a strategic standpoint, it was the right thing to do. And I think uh, listening to the administration lay this out, you have to take this thing in a larger perspective on how long this has been going on. And it really came from uh, really Iran's continued development of nuclear weapons against really the uh, the treaty that they had signed. Uh, and so with that, the U.S. started putting some pressure on them, and it was largely in the economic area. 
putting economic sanctions on them, was really starting to put a stranglehold on them. And what we started to see was Iran acting out. And those are the things you saw with the attacks on oil tankers, uh, the oil fields in Saudi Arabia. They shot down the U.S. drone. And finally, to this point here, where they actually killed an American contractor uh, supporting the Iraqi forces and wounded several uh, U.S. service members. And that was kind of a red line uh, for the administration that, even when you saw that they shot down a U.S. drone in the Persian Gulf, when they shot that down, there wasn't any immediate military reaction that you would have seen under previous administrations. There was a little bit more restraint because we knew the economic sanctions by the administration were working. But this, at that point in time, President Trump clearly laid that out, that that was going to be a red line not to cross and kill any U.S. Uh, citizens or Americans that are in the Middle East. And when they crossed that, I think it was clear. So I think they made the right call. There's obviously some strategic implications going on over this uh, across the globe, and now it's going to be the U.S.'s uh, um, effort is going to have to be now to be able to maintain the pressure and also to gain um, uh, support from partner nations both in the Middle East and across the globe. But I think what you've no. seen on the partisan side is, uh, as you're aware, well of, there's elections coming up, and those that are running for election are always generally going to take the opposite side on uh, what's going on and these sort of things to try to make a name for themselves or to be able to prove their opponent uh, wrong. But we're, I think in this case, it was about time to make this type of decision. Where does this go from here, I wonder? And you're a, you're a military strategy guy. I'm wondering if you see a plan evident here from the Trump White House that they they take this guy out with extreme prejudice, but then what's next? Because, you know, Tr Trump was saying that we killed this guy because he was going to kill us. He was going to kill our people, so we had to get to him first to prevent an attack. But it almost seems like when you take out a guy this high, this is the highest military general in the country, you're almost asking for a response, right? I mean, Iran cannot can't not respond to this. They're going to respond. I think what you're going to see out of Iran is you're probably going to see a pause. They're going to take a look at things and see where they need to go here. But I think in the long term, Iran knows they can't sustain. If this is going to escalate, and that's what they want it to do, they're not going to be able to escalate at the same level of capability that the, uh, the U.S. government can, and certainly from a U.S. military standpoint. So I think this is going to be pause for them to realize that they were trying to operate underneath the radar in a lot of ways. Um, with some of the attacks they had been do doing and not expecting the, the U.S. to respond in this sort of way. But when they killed the U.S. citizen, you could see the response coming out of the U.S. So they're going to have to pause and look at this and see where they want to go, because certainly if you want to continue this type of escalation, uh, the U.S. is going to be able to continue with a lot more capability than Iran will ever be able so to bring. Do you, do you therefore think, uh, General, that this would not lead to an all-out shooting war between the United States and Iran, or is it sort of more of a continuation of these sort of proxy skirmishes we see around the whole region? I, I think you've got it right, Mike, that it's going to be more of that. Uh, Iran is not going to want to take this to a higher level, nor does the U.S. want to take that to the level. In fact, you know, this really wore on the administration's patience for a long time because they really wanted to get Iran back to negotiating ta tables uh, and keep them from gaining nuclear weapons. And it really was more of an economic war going on than any type of military conflict. So it was Iran really taking it at that level. So I think the U.S. now is going to be probably looking for to have proven a point, shown that they've crossed that red line, but now try to try to see if there could be some type of release point that can bring uh, things down to more or less than the simmer that it's on right now. And that could come from... Um, 
partners or allies in the region or from across the globe to help with trying to bring the, the relationships back down. But at the end of the day, the U.S. is going to protect its vital interests in the Middle East. Uh, they're going to okay. try to stop Iran from gaining nuclear weapons, and they're going to protect U.S. lives. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. My pleasure, Mike. You have a great uh, day. Thank you.